Peace Pursuits. Episode 3, Turning the Tide on the Left Bank. A new recruit has joined the Hermes BIRO, the Bureau of Investigation and Research into Objects. 29-year-old Penelope, Doctor of Art History, is the newest member of this small team tasked with traveling the world on the hunt for unique, enigmatic objects with a link to the house's past. A new adventure begins. Hello, Manu. Hello, Penelope. I just let you catch your breath. I knew you'd be on your run, but I had no choice but to call you early this morning. I need you to get down to the cellar store as fast as possible. The team just called. There is an unusual problem with Mathieu Cosset Fresco. You know the one I mean? The one about the Odyssey of the God Hermes? That's the one. What's the problem? Well, we are just a few days away from the inauguration, and the fresco still is not finished. It's almost as if he doesn't want to be finished. Every morning, when Mathieu Cosset and his team start work, they notice a few details that were painted the day before have vanished, as if they had been erased. Not entire scenes, you understand? Just details. That's disturbing. Isn't it? The CCTV has not picked up anything. Nobody has entered the store. The team can't understand it, and they are growing increasingly concerned as the big day approaches. Could you go and take a closer look at the situation? Stay at the store as long as it takes. You need to get to the bottom of this within the next three days. Time is not on our side. Sure, I'll head to the store. (laughs) Better keep your running shoes on, Penelope. The store's public relations manager, Isabelle Pelat, is expecting you. Good luck! These new cycle paths are a treat. The whole of Paris spread out at your wheels. Penelope cuts across the Boulevard Saint-Germain on her faithful steed and heads down Rue des Saint-Pères all the way to 17 Rue de Sèvres, where 12 years ago, Hermès opened its first left-bank store. This was something of a revolution for the artisan saddler that had always stayed on the right bank. But let's follow Penelope as she heads inside. Penelope, there you are. We are so relieved to see you. Hello, Isabel. Thank you for taking the time to see me. Do you know the store? This was once the Art Deco Lutetia swimming pool. It's been a listed building since 2005. The floors are original and the columns. And these are the famous huts, an architectural statement that has made the store famous all over the world. The architect wanted to incorporate the idea of huts, nomadic structures, and a hint of childhood, too. Let's go and see Mathieu Cosset. What's going on here is driving him mad, and we all feel the same. He's been up there for hours, poring over his fresco. Thank you, Isabel. 
I'll head up there now. Hello? Hello, Mathieu? Hello, yes, I'm here. Hello, I'm Penelope. Menoud Basler sent me. You must be Mathieu. Yes, that's right, Penelope. Thank you for coming so quickly. No problem. I've heard a lot about you. I hope you're going to be able to help us crack this. I hope so, too. Come on, let's not waste any more time. Let me show you this. It's insane. Details on the shores have disappeared beneath the waves, particularly around the city at the water's edge. It's as if the water were rising of its own volition, as if the fresco had a mind of its own. I just don't understand it. This fresco is your interpretation of the Odyssey. Is that right? Yes. Pierre-Alexis Dumas commissioned it. It's my vision of Hermès's Odyssey. Inspired by Homer's Odyssey, it recounts the trials and tribulations of the god Hermes. It starts here. Hermes is depicted naked, emerging from the water. He bears a message he must deliver. But of course, along the way, he faces a number of unpredictable twists and turns and passes through a patchwork of different worlds. Yes, I see. Here he's surrounded by fish and animals. He has a horse too, Pegasus. Exactly. And then here, there's a city on the water's edge, inspired by Venice. It's beautiful. And you paint each scene in watercolor? Yes, all 120 of them. Here, for example, I painted this tortoise shell yesterday. This was a very important creature in the mythology of Hermes. Hermes meets a tortoise and kills it. He carves a lyre from its shell, which he uses to celebrate his own birth. You know the story already. Well, this morning, it had vanished beneath the waves, as if it had been submerged. As if someone had painted over it. Yes, except nobody's been here. I've been here day and night for a week now to move things along, and it sounds silly saying it now, but to keep an eye on the fresco, too. You sleep here? Yes, in one of the big huts. Like my very own shack in the middle of Paris. Except that I'm living in <laughs> the jewelry department. <laughs> a shack? I love that idea. And have you noticed anything? Any clues to go on? Nothing. I was hoping that you could help because I'm completely baffled. It's as disorienting to me as the wall of water behind my hut at the back of the store. Have you seen it? It's incredible. It's impossible to focus your eyes on it. Come with me. I'll show you the photos I've started taking at every stage of my work, just to prove I'm not crazy. Penelope was very impressed with Matthew's work. The way he has managed to depict the Odyssey and his style so childlike and yet so expressive she has always loved watching painters work, the colors, the delicate gestures. She decided that she will spend the night at the store too, and settled into the hut next to Matthew's, one dedicated to the art of living. This hut had an excellent view of the fresco, and inside, she found a very comfy couch complete with a throw. Her shack was beginning to feel like home. The night was quiet, and over the course of the evening, she had got to know Mathieu better. She almost forgets her investigation. <laughs> Except that, in the small hours... Oh, okay. So... It happened again last night. There, at the city by the shore. See? 
the three gondolas laden with wares that I painted last night had been submerged by the waves. And look, there were fish here. And now there's just a tsunami of cerulean blue. See? Yeah, I do. You can understand why I'm alarmed. It's like this every morning. Nobody's come in. We've been here all night. We've only slept... four hours. It's incomprehensible. Let's get some fresh air. Coffee, my treat. Outside on the Rue de Sèvres, the fresh air and the coffee do Penelope a world of good. It's just what she needs to clear her mind. How long have you been working for Hermès? A few months. I work at the Bureau of Investigation in Pantin. And your fresco is my third mission. The first two led me to Lyon and Tokyo. It must be fascinating. It's funny, isn't it? I'm painting the Odyssey, and Hermès sends me a Penelope. <laughs> yes, it's a strange coincidence. What if I told you my boyfriend's name is Ulysses? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't believe you, and all the better. Let's go back in. I can't wait for us to solve this case. I always liked the Odyssey's Penelope. I liked the fact she was a craftswoman, a weaver. In the story, she's the master of time. A fascinating character who people often associate with fidelity rather than her guile and intelligence. And that's a shame. She's very contemporary, I feel. I bet you know the story by heart, but if you wanted to reread a few passages, you'll find the book on the first floor in the cafe bookshop. It's such a cozy place. I've started going there to read. That sounds tempting. Penelope settles down near the balustrade with a bird's eye view over the huts and immerses herself in the Odyssey. She has always been fascinated by the story of the Shroud of Laertes. In Ithaca, believing Ulysses to have died in the Trojan War, a hundred and fourteen suitors jostle for Penelope's hand. But Penelope resists, using the excuse of the shroud she is weaving for the corpse of her father-in-law, Laertes. She tells the suitors that she cannot possibly marry until her work is complete. But Penelope never finishes the shroud because every night she unpicks the previous day's work. As our modern-day Penelope rereads the extract, the parallel with the fresco suddenly strikes her. Then, suddenly, her gaze freezes at the bottom of the page. A streak of intense blue. The paint used to cover one of the details on the shore as if swallowed up by a wave. Could it be... Penelope jumps up, closes the book and hides away at the back of the store to call Menou. Hello, Menou. Penelope, how far have you got? As far as the bottom of a mysterious sea, Menou. But I think I'm onto something with the fresco. I'm not sure just yet, but I'll let you know tonight. I'm going to stay at the store. Okay, feel free to call me anytime, day or night. Time is not on our side. Just like yesterday, Penelope spends the day watching Matthew work. The second night seems exactly like the first. Each tucked away in their hut, the two new friends talk the night away until the early hours of the morning. But this time, when Mathieu says goodnight, 
Penelope forces herself to stay awake. At around five o'clock, just as her eyelids are growing heavy and Penelope is fighting sleep, it finally happens. Matthew stirs and pads barefoot up to the fresco on the second floor. Penelope tiptoes after him and watches him begin to paint, just as he does during the day. Mathieu. Mathieu, listen to me. I know you're asleep, but you can hear me. I know you can. You're sleepwalking, and you're covering up your own work. I have something very important to tell you. You need to listen to me carefully. There is nothing to fear about completing your fresco. I'm Penelope, and I'm telling you so. With these words, Mathieu's eyes snap open and he gazes at her, a strangely vacant expression on his face. He drops his paintbrush, he turns on his heel, and returns to bed in his hut. When dawn breaks, Penelope explains everything to him. That's unbelievable. But what tipped you off? You, Mathieu. You suggested I reread the Odyssey, remember? I came across that unforgettable part about the Shroud of Laertes, and I found a streak of paint there. I think you wanted me to find it in a way. But would you excuse me for a moment? I need to call Manu. Penelope! Well, I've been on the edge of my seat. Case closed. It was Mathieu Cosset himself. He was sleepwalking covering up some of his frescoes' details in his sleep. A part of him, deep down, was scared to finish it. It's pretty common, you know. Artists have been doing it since ancient Greece. But facing up to it seems to have put his mind at rest. The fresco will be finished tomorrow. Incredible! Well done, Penelope! Have a rest. Then come and see me at the museum, so I can congratulate you in person and tell you all about the next case we need you to investigate. 